What's up, kids? It's the Coaster Cozies Podcast. Coaster Bro here. We've got Mitch, Logan, and we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff today. We're going to talk about what Cedar Point we are. The Canadians are going to talk about Mindbender and their feelings. And Logan is going to bring a spicy topic. Oh, yeah. And Shockwave Dan comes back from part two. This is the Coaster Cousins Podcast. Alrighty, thank you for that awesome intro there, Coaster Bro. Um, I'm back. You guys recorded uh, without me last week. Yeah, it was. Uh, we almost forgot to tell the listeners about it as well. It was a, p- a pleasure, really. We, Mitch and I had a good time. It was, it was great. I had a blast. We did almost forget to tell the listeners, but... It was nice that we got every combination of the hosts, but now we're all back together. All is right in the world. The stars have aligned for all of my astrological hoes out there where our <laughs> Mercury is not in retrograde anymore for us. I wish I could think of a sentence that clever. That was great. <laughs> astrological hoes. Hey, there. I got I to give a shout out to my fellow uh, astro hoes, you know, or... That we should do a, an astrology episode. That would be so fun. Like coaster, like because every what coaster when they were what day they were opened is like their sign. Mm. Oh, and we should like talk and what that means and like do a birth chart for them. Can we oh. get Talia on for this one? I was just gonna say we got to get Talia on. So Talia, if you're listening, I'm gonna um if I haven't already reached out to you, I will be reaching out to you about that. All right. Well, then coming to the Cuzzy's ear holes at some point will be astro astro astrology <laughs> talk with the Cuzzies. <laughs> I'm writing that down. So we're studying astronomy. Is that what you said? <laughs> oh, see, this is what did I fuck that up? No, I just was no. asking. Okay, because I'm like, I thought I said astrology. See, Logan, it was a joke that was so clever, you didn't even get it. Oh, I'm sorry. See, this is just what happens when I'm gone for a week. You guys just get all the chemistry and combine, and Logan's just left in the dust. But we're back. <laughs> no, I truly did enjoy last week's episode, though. I really like how it came out with the different editing style. I think right off the top, like we were talking about when we made the new version of the Cuzzies, was just... We're going to go with the flow, find just what feels right for us. And I think that's really reflected in these past few shows of how it's gone different directions, but still feels very natural and authentic. Yeah, I agree. It was been, it's been really fun. I love, I think last show, I was going to say last show was also really, really fun. I had a blast and it was, uh, and, and, and I think getting that groove, we talked about that when it was launched in November and we're getting that groove and figuring out what we want to talk about, even if there's just two of us, all three of us and with our guests, just kind of finding our flow. Speaking of guests, let's go back to Shockwave Dan for part, duh, which means two. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Oh, look who we got back on the show. It's as if we just had, we definitely weren't just recording a minute ago, eh? Totally not. Hey. No, it, it's definitely been a couple weeks, just like the show. <laughs> yeah. I was asleep for three weeks, and now I'm here in the same spot. <laughs> Out of hibernation, aka clicking a new recording link, we got Dan back on the show with us this week. What's good? I am going to skip the whole how are you doing because that's just too forced. We're going to go into Logan's going out east this year. Yeah, I'm let's going go. To Six Flags Leron, which I've heard is historically the worst theme park. But uh, I heard you it's, had a bad time at Mexico. 
Yeah, I went to Six Flags Mexico uh, with my husband and our fr- and one of our friends, and people shit on the Ronde all the time. People say, "Oh, it's the worst Six Flags park. You're just ignorant because you don't like French." But uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. But if any if any Six Flags park deserves like ridicule and to be shit on it's six flags mexico they don't give a fuck over there so they deserved they deserve to get blasted uh it's i don't know it's a cute park it's it's actually a lot smaller than you would think it's it's really small like we we were able to like circle around it in like a handful of minutes but i guess we went on a really bad day so i'm gonna keep that in mind so the only coasters we ended up riding were Medusa waited over an hour for it because uh, big surprise. They run one train on everything in the entire freaking park. Dang. Even, uh, I, every single coaster, we saw the second train sitting on the transfer track and they were just like, what do do one train? Yay. Drive up the, the flash pass sales. And, uh, it, it was just like, I don't know. It just felt like they didn't care. And the only coasters we ended up riding were Medu- was Medusa, which is pretty solid, really good. It's a lot longer than I expected. And then we rode uh, Batman the Ride, their SLC. It was my husband's first SLC. And I remember on the lift hill, I remember saying to, th- to him, you're about to find out why I wrote a diss track about this bitch. And, <laughs> and first drop. <laughs> exactly. Right when the beat drops. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then after that, we rode their boomerang, which is the worst boomerang I've ever ridden. It was so horrible. We, we only wrote it because it ran uh, an aerodynamics train. Yeah. And, and so I was just like, Ooh, I want to ride that for the aesthetics. And, uh, and the, the, the train was so weird. It had the, like the decals that were on the train. It was very, it gave very Microsoft paint clip art, like all over just like weird, Fanta soda pictures and the logo all over the train. And it, it was just like, this is like weird collage Tumblr realness and I'm here for it. But the ride was so horrible, gave me the worst headache of the, of my life. And I felt that shit for almost two days after. Oh so no. It, it fucked me up so hard that when we tried, when we rode Medusa again, that, after we rode Medusa a second time, I said, okay, yeah, I, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I, I'm still very bitter that Superman L Ultimate Escape was closed the entire day. So I that that was the one ride I wanted to ride. That that Morgan Hyper, I was so hyped, but closed the entire day. And so I was just like, ah, fuck. Yeah, I got the feeling that's going to happen to me out east at some point this summer. Hopefully not with Wonderland, since I'll be there a week. But uh, I might miss out on something at Laurent if they have uh, this kind of Six Flags operations across the chain a little bit. I don't know. It was so weird. Like I, I don't know. And and that was the only. Those were the only rides we ended up riding because literally everything was closed. Everything. Like I. I don't know. I was so mad. I was, I, I was like, oh, I can finally ride uh, one of those Dark Knight coasters because the, they're 
located so far away from everything that I've been to. So I was just like, cool, I can finally ride one closed. I swear half of their staff were all just standing outside of ride entrances for being closed. Dang. That's, that's very unfortunate. Someone who traveled internationally for that. I mean, it's not like I, I went, it's not like I went to Mexico for that park. No, for sure. Yeah. Worded that bad myself, but still like visiting a park from out of country. Like that's a bit of a letdown. Yeah. So it's like, I I don't know. People shit on the Rond, but people need to start shitting on Six Flags Mexico more. Yeah. Export your hate down over the south of the border instead of north of the border. We don't want it up here, y'all. Exactly. Like so far the only criticisms i hear about laurent are people speaking french and i love french so i'm just like shut up no exactly like i i don't i don't understand why people just get so turned off by that kind of thing it's, it's like, like you, you're you have a bnm mini hyper like how can you complain exactly you have one of the best running batman clones like i think it's one of the mirrored models but it's from mm-hmm. what i've heard it's one of the most forceful ones out there and I mean, it, it just got confirmed recently that uh, Vpair was canceled. So, like, how how can you be? How can you complain now? Like, right? Oh. That's the greatest thing to ever happen to that park, in my opinion. <laughs> I used to back in the day when we did this show. I had such a hatred for Zaxpins because that was just the worst experience I've ever had on a coaster. I cried my eyes out, and I had bruises for three weeks on my thighs. I just remember riding it with my best friend and the second it like really dropped we we both just started screaming like oh god why did we do this this is terrible and the entire time as we were leaving the station we were just shouting at all the people in the station don't do it it's a ball blaster yeah no and that's just it like because the concept is so cool and so ingenious of being on the outside and free spinning which is why i want to try one of these sns ones I've heard they're a lot less forceful and a lot less thrilling is what some people have told me. But I still think that that would be a redeeming ride concept compared to that Zach spin that I went on. Yeah, free spins are definitely better than the Zach spins. But for me, the the whole randomness of it, it pretty much it, it fucks with my head every single time. So I, I I'll ride it once for the credit. Maybe if I'm feeling... Uh, uh, freaky or something like that or but it's like but i I gotta say uh, the first drop on the free spins it gives an insane amount of airtime because the way it like force flips you it i remember i recorded uh ride forces i i had my phone in my pocket and recorded the forces of it and the first part of the drop had almost negative two g's of force holy smokes yeah so it it's uh ridiculous amount of airtime but it's 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 literally trying to hurl you forward so it's 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 nuts that that's awesome i remember like when you're talking splitting headache there the very first thing that my brain went to was on x2 when i'm very convinced i can cuss myself we're back in california you know logan does his little youtube videos watching all the things Uh so me being like the dumb teenager i was I'm like, you know how when you're at the top of X2 and you're about to drop and it rotates you forwards to the ground? Yeah. I thought we somersaulted backwards. So here I am with my head. And I, of course, why would I ride the coaster like you're supposed to? My head's off the thing and I'm going to whip my head for extra effect. Except I whip my head backwards as it was whipping forwards and just, and I like hit myself real good. I've seen stars down that first drop and I don't didn't quite experience the ride right. Uh, to be fair, I think everyone sees stars at the bottom of the first drop. 
<laughs> well, that's good. At least I didn't yeah, quite mess myself up that much. Yes, I, I, think, <laughs> I think that's normal. Okay, perfect. I just remember that being probably the third worst injury I've ever gotten on a ride. That was the third. Second was definitely Green Lantern. The worst is when I messed up my back. That's still semi-messed up to this day from Mindbender. Oh, my God. And that's from the the G-forces? Yeah, well, like, because when you're in those little Schwarzkopf trains, like, my legs are too long to actually go, like, just straight horizontal in those seats yeah, yeah so they have to get cranked up a little bit so when you're on the front of the car and that's what's nice about mine you have three different rows that's a front of the car true but yeah yeah my legs are cranked up and then what happened is i was just being an a- actual idiot because if you keep your butt pressed against the back you're completely fine mm-hmm. i thought i saw a dude walking around another coaster when it was on and i was like oh snap what's going on there so i like lean forward to go take a look and as i did that my butt slipped off of the back and uh-huh. it was just when it did the big dive. Oh, so then no. my restraint came down one too low. And then my, cause my butt was off the back. So then it was cranked and just pressed down oh, super no. hard. And I was screaming and crying in pain for the rest of that 50 second ride. Oh Jesus. Cause as far as I know that that's one of the only Schwarzkopf's that has the over the shoulder restraints. All I know is, yeah, that one and Olympia looping are the only two that I've seen with that type of restraint system. Yeah. Uh, so for for me with uh, ha- growing up with shockwave with just the small lap bar and the seatbelt it, it i i'm i just can't even imagine the shoulder restraints i'm just like what's why i mean See, and- for, i totally understand though cuz yeah. it looks unreal but oh my god no i know and that's why i always never complained about having them because it's almost nice to keep yourself very very stationary in there like i couldn't imagine just being a lap bar how much tossing and turning you'd have with yeah, those steep dives it, 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 i i totally get why it's absolutely necessary but it's just like uh, i don't know i feel like maybe it could have been better with like the like soft uh shoulder straps or like oh for sure comfort collars maybe but i mean when you look at the way that flight of fear opened though in like the early 90s with those over the shoulder restraints oh they weren't exactly god. looking for comfort in the late 80s early 90s oh my god like i i've seen pictures of it from uh mr freeze had the same thing mm-hmm. and with how intense that ride is i can't even imagine riding it with over the shoulder restraints i by the time i was even old enough to ride it it already had lap bars so oh beauty I feel bad for all those people in the 90s. Yeah. Then didn't I hear that they switched Mr. Freeze back around to forwards, at least for yeah, Texas? They, they they did. They just switched it to launching forwards again, which I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to be there next weekend for the opening of Aquaman. And I, I'm, I'm going to have my yearly Mr. Freeze ride then. So I'm going to see how it's launching forwards. But I, from what i remember i i always love the going up the spike backwards was always insane because it's like when you're when you're in the back car so going backwards straight yeah. up it, it's like you you're you're looking straight at the ground which is really trippy so it and and when you're held you're held up there for a few seconds you're you can really see everything which is really cool and then you pretty much launch straight down at the ground, which is insane. But then after that point, the the ride sucks for me again because it's so intense. 
it's, it's just nothing but positive G's, which is too much for me. And so I'm just like, but the spike is really awesome, but, uh, I'm sure going forwards up the spike is different because you're just staring up at the sky versus staring straight down at the ground. Yeah, no, definitely. Cause that's kind of the same idea as Superman at magic mountain. Like I've only ever rode that backwards. I had the pleasure yes, of riding that actually three days after it reopened to the public with Lex Luthor attached. Oh that just God. happened to be when we were down there. Yeah, no, I was watching Media Day for Lex Luthor at the hotel by Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, that's so cool. No, I know. So then we got to go on there. And what was nice about that is then they had both Supermans shooting off at their full steam. Like we were getting as high as that thing's ever launched. So I got the best experience on it. And that's what I always okay. loved about facing the ground is because yeah, you're just it's like floating the there. Ground. You're floating and you're staring at the ground, which is yeah, 300 and some feet below you. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't know how that's going to translate to, I guess, Mr. Freeze there because, you know, you shoot forwards, it's going to go through the layout forwards and backwards anyway. I would have thought backwards would be the better experience, but I mean, yeah, I guess switch it up. Why not? I wish they would do the, like have one train backwards, one train forwards. But the thing is to switch the trains, you have to re, uh, as far as I know, I could be wrong, but you have to re, uh, recalibrate things with the, yeah. the long settings. So it's not like you can just like switch it and the ride runs exactly as it did. I feel like you, there has to be adjustments to be made for switching the trains around. So I, I, I wish they would do something like that where they had one train forward, one train backwards, or even like two, maybe the last two cars or something would face a different direction or something. I don't know. That'd be cool. Well, you remember that one coaster type in Rollercoaster Tycoon 3 where it had the first train was the first two roads forward, and then the middle car was both, and then the last car was backwards? I forget uh, what type of ride that one was. It was like the rotating tower one or something. And then I, I don't know. It does I know not what matter. You're talking about, but uh, to be honest, I never really got into Roller Coaster Tycoon Three. That is completely fair. Somebody out there understood my reference, and that's all that matters. <laughs> it's like I I know what you're. I know it, but I I didn't really get into the game because like my computer could never handle it when I was a kid. So it it was. I always was just like, well, this is too much for my Windows ninety eight to handle. So. Roller coaster Tycoon you know, 2 for life. I went to freaking the, the Scholastic Book Fair, and that's what I bought at my school was Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. And I couldn't play it for probably half a decade later because it was too much for a computer. No jokes. <laughs> Fucking same. I worked my ass off for months doing all the chores I could, taking out the trash, doing dishes, like earning up those individual dollars so I could pay $60 for Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 when it came out and then plug it or not plug not plug uh put the disc into the into my computer and then it should be like this this computer cannot handle this game and and so i i was like well shit i'm i'm broke i'm not going to get a computer of this decade for uh, years <laughs> so yeah no I, my, sorry you keep going keep going uh uh, uh yeah so it, it was just like i I couldn't play it for years. And then once I finally ha got a decent computer to play it, I, I was just like, uh, this is, this is cool, but it, it's a product of its time. And it's, it's trying, it's, it's, it's trying way too hard. And so it's just like, it, 
it's doing too much. And I, I don't know. I hated the whole like night aspect of it, which I mean, it's kind of cool, but I, I hated how like literally dark it was. Like you, you couldn't see anything unless you have like lights everywhere. So I was just like, I always had the settings to where uh, it was always day. Yeah. I like that they tried to introduce that feature and whatnot. And then honestly, like it would have been the perfect baseline for stuff to get built off of. But then that whole franchise just died off. Yeah. But I mean, I, we still have roller coaster tycoon two, And I mean, open RCT two is the shit. So I, Oh my goodness. Pandemic lockdown times. I got so into that. Like I had multi launch coasters. I had all the craziness in that game. Uh, and I mean, I'm I'm still like obsessed with that shit right now, especially the new updates, like the all the new inversions they have on the RMC hybrid coasters. It's it's fucking awesome, right? They got Alpine coasters back in it. They got single yes. rails in the game now. Like, I just don't have the time to get into it like I did before. But holy smokes, if I did, like that's by far the best roller coaster video game out there. Yeah, uh, it, it's all the free time I barely have. It's like if I if I. Ha- have a rct moment i'm like well not gonna make music for a few weeks <laughs> no exactly if you get into that hyper fixation of the roller coaster tycoon it's it's a dangerous one you can really get sucked in it's there. a very dangerous one but it's one of those things where you don't regret it i'm just like, oh yeah. exactly you never like- do <laughs> my favorite my favorite thing ever was um when we moved and all this kind of stuff yeah. my one computer had all my old roller coaster tycoon files so when an, i lost my disc and all that i redownloaded off of steam and then mm. I found all my old files on a little USB drive. Oh my so God, I plugged yeah. that in. And then looking at the parks I made like 10 years ago, I was like, holy smokes, little like early brain Logan just had, okay, here's the path. Here's the coaster. Everything else is the same type of tree filling it in. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I kind of was the same. I, I was just like, let me just build a shitload of rides all next to each other. Like the, the most disgusting, like a- after a while, you can't even tell where or what is going on. And it's, it. but nowadays when I play, I, I really like focusing a lot more on realism and scenery and stuff like that. So I try to make it look really good at the yep. same time. No, ex- exact same way. I'm no longer making Six Flags Coaster City as my uh, 12-year-old brain came up with, where it had 26 amusement, like 26 roller coasters and nothing else in the park. All, all of the the pre-built Six Flags rides? Essentially, yeah. Like, oh, here's Viper. Here is uh, uh, Colossus. Here is Goliath. No, exactly, because you could bring in all the save files from the old games, then you had all the access to the old rides. You had the Cyclone and all that stuff, too. It was so good. Oh, yeah. I've never been on a Cyclone coaster, and I really want to. Yeah, I haven't been either. Mikey was saying that that's the... What what did did he say? The coaster you're most likely to witness a felony from? Yes, uh, (laughs) you're most likely to witness a felony from the Cyclone. Yeah, uh, all... I mean, the closest I've been t- on a cyclone, I've been on Twisted Cyclone at Over Georgia, but it's uh, like a straightforward wood cyclone coaster. I Since they closed the one at Astroworld, it's like, well, there's not anyone near me for a flight away. So no, for sure. Did you see in Roller Coaster Tycoon, they made the Connects cars? Really? Yeah, they they made uh, someone made a uh, roller coaster tycoon uh, connects cars that look like the screaming serpent cars. 
and uh so is this like a custom download then to add into the game okay because when i was in my peak like roller coaster tycoon like open rct i had all like the fancy trains downloaded i had bnm wings i had intamins i had mock ones i had those um not Gerslauer spinning the um, Mauer spinning cars. I think that's yes. a manufacturer, right? My own, my only con with those spinning cars is they don't have the actual free spinning element. They, they turn with the turns, you know? What yes. I mean? No, I did notice that. And then I it's also like, didn't like the coaster train that it was on with the track. Cause I found that the curves were too big. Cause it was on with like the toboggan style coaster. Yes. Uh, hold on. Let me try to find it. Okay. You don't worry. Take your time. I'll edit. Oh yeah, uh, da, da, da. yeah. I found the Reddit post of it. Here, I'll. I'll uh, I think. I think I. I'm pretty sure they have a, a download of it, but. Uh, is there like a chat? Oh yeah, here it is. Ah. I'll press this real quick. Yeah. That is so cool. Oh, they did the track too and everything. Well, it's it's the like Togo looping coaster, the stand up coaster. Yeah, no, that's still sick because I never. Oh, I guess you totally could paint the rails. Never mind. That's still so cool though. Oh, oh, uh, wait. Someone actually did make uh connects uh like coaster track, but they okay. never, they never put it up like for download. Uh, it's just a little side project for themselves. Yeah, and I'm just like, bitch, how are you going to put that on Reddit and not give a download link? Like, how dare you? Right? Oh, my goodness. That is super, super cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm just like, please. I need them to build me the Rip and Rocket coaster car next. Throw that on, like, a launch free fall. Oh, my God. Yes. That was the, uh, okay, because I always was into the Micro Connects roller coasters as a kid because Mm -hmm. they're just cheaper and what was kind of in Canada. And all of the bigger sets kind of came before my time. Because it was like early 2000s when I would have still been like super, super little. Mm -hmm. Once I progressed kind of to like my teenage years, I used to make like in high school when we moved and I didn't have a bunch of friends, I used to make like little dioramas of parks with connects. So what I would do Mm -hmm. is I would take like a fridge box and I would cut it so it's flat along my floor. I'd like hot glue popsicle sticks down to make like fences. I once made a wooden roller coaster out of popsicle sticks and then connects track. Oh like I God. got really into just messing around with that kind of stuff. But then it wasn't until closer to my senior years of high school when I got into like the big style track. And when the pandemic yeah. hit was when I made my first custom coaster mm-hmm. and holy smokes, those are such a fun process to work through. Like I I'm, saw how many have you made yourself that were custom? I saw the big looping one beside the couch uh, that you had in that old apartment. Yeah, pretty much uh, any I just a but it's only recently where I really started getting back into it. I mean, a few years ago when I was in college at, at my old house, mm-hmm. uh, I we had a garage that like a separate garage that was the size of a house. And so it, it when my when my like my stepdad at the time when he left, I uh, that garage pretty much became my like my sanctuary where I I would like have all i would just build connects and just have friends over smoke weed do all that and uh so then i would just like do a bunch of crazy like custom shit and then now uh pretty much 
about maybe like once a year, I try to do some huge ambitious like connects project, but I'm, I'm kind of uh, like regretting because I, I used to have a fuckload of the micro connects coasters. I I had so much of it, but then when I uh, moved in with my husband and I, I basically said, okay, I need to uh, trim down my, what I have because what I have it's like it literally could fill an entire closet and so since I'm trying to go a little bit more minimal so I I had the idea that I was just like nah big connects track only and so I, I and so I like tossed all of my uh micro connects and all of the track and everything and then now I'm just like damn I should have kept that yeah, especially since they came out with the micro cars that have fans on them, so you don't have to worry about gravity too much. I, I think that's cheating, but that's still really cool. Oh no, a thousand percent. I'm just like, if you're trying to make any sort of like recreations or anything like that, that's why I've seen people oh, go that route. The custom route's always been the most fun, though. Yeah, but well, like especially like nowadays, like whenever I'm trying to like do stuff, I, I try to be a lot more like realistic, like with the, uh, with the like coaster that I have in the background right here, the, yeah, that, that thing, it's like, I wanted it to be like really well looking and like mm-hmm. really like dynamic with how it, how it goes. So it's just, uh, it takes up a lot of space. So we, like when you try to make it look realistic, it takes up a lot of space. No, exactly. And um, I'll send you a picture here on Instagram if you got your phone with you. Yeah. Just to refresh the brain. Mm-hmm. I just got to go find it about my custom one here. Just because it's seen better days. So it's kind of. Yeah, I, I, I really want to take this one down because it, it like takes up a good chunk in the direct center of, of, of my office. So it it's if you're if you're not paying attention you could easily just like walk right into it and just like fall onto it and break it so i'm trying to uh film a video of like you know one of those like connects coaster music videos where it's just like yeah. a bunch of different angles of it going i, I i'm i'm going to sometime soon i'm going to film one of those and make like a little video and then once i get that uploaded then i'll tear it down and do something else maybe another uh Maybe another ball tower that goes like around the walls or something. I love that shit. Oh, ball towers are so much fun because they're a lot easier maintenance too. I found when I've experimented mm. with those a little bit because the track is just, you already got to keep the track in good shape. So the coaster actually makes it through the layout all the time. Yeah. And, and, and in my old apartment, I ha- I had that ball tower that went up to the ceiling and we had ri- ridiculously tall ceilings in the living room. So I remember I had the the lift hill go all the way to the top and so i had the track on with uh command hooks and so i had the track attached by command hooks and so it, it did a whole circle around the entire apartment and then once it got back to the tower then it started doing a bunch of little loops and tricks and stuff like that so i, yeah. I need to do something like that again but it's uh one thing at a time yeah i uh, sent those pictures to the shockwave down account if you want to take a peek if not that's okay Oh yeah, got it right here. Kit. Oh yeah. Oh, I love the Christmas lights. Yeah. So I took a bunch of like little LEDs and I strung them through the like that little center piece of the each individual yes. track piece, like the cross ties. Hmm. 
And that was like, when I was going for that, I just wanted something that didn't take up a ton of space. So Mm. I, and then I also was like, okay, well, what can I make? That's like a launch coach. So that's kind of that. So I took like hang time, inspire, Mm. inspire, hang time, inspiration and like gale force almost when I was messing around with it. I like to just kind of pick different coaster types. That's in the realm of what I'm looking for. And then just see what I kind of come up with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, One time when I was a kid, I, I unintentionally recreated uh, well accelerator at Knott's Berry Farm. I nice. remember I, built, I, I wanted to build a launch coaster, and I just remember, okay, build a top hat, and oh, I only have so much track left. And at the time, I I didn't have the idea that you could like put W forty on the wheels and it would go a ton faster. So mm-hmm. my my shitty connects cars from eBay that they would like you you would like push them and they would go like ten feet and just kind of like stop just right then there so i i always all of my layouts at the time they were just like really small and so i just had the like top hat and then like the the turn and then another turn and then i i remember looking at it uh, a few years or recently i just remember going through a bunch of old videos of connect stuff i i made and i looked at it and i was like wait why did i build accelerator what this is the exact same layout what (laughs) and i didn't even think of that and i i didn't realize that no that's that's always funny when you find that like unintentionally like copy something just because it's either like in your subconscious or you're just purely coming up with a layout and it's just super similar to that i thought i was so clever Let me know some Inman designer back in early 2000 was like, yeah, that, beat you to how, it, bro. How do we know they didn't steal my idea? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I don't know. That's always been like, because, you know, living so far away from parks and not going to an amusement yeah. park for nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, I just always found little ways to stay in the hobby. And those are the big things for me. But actually having a park right next door to you now with six flags over texas and having this new um whatchamacallit aquaman open finally yeah. after sitting there for so long where are your kind of feelings there as like seeing this thing per- well i can't even say progress sit there yeah i remember i that it was announced t- 2019 and we were like oh that that's cool it'll be decent and uh i remember the whole thing was built and then and then COVID happened. And then, so that thing sat for a year. And then when I was, when I was working at the park, I, I thought, oh, I'm going to be working here when it opens. So I'm going to have first dibs, but you know, then things got really toxic and I, and I quit. So, uh, but then even when I was working there, they would, they like edited the announcement being like coming in 2021. Oh, sorry. <laughs> coming in 2022 and so i was just like oh really you're gonna make me wait another year because they seriously thought they could get away with just running one boat in the texas summer and so i i'm just so shocked that they that they all everyone in that boardroom in that meeting they all sat at that table and said yes this is a great idea and like did not not one of them thought hmm is it is it though i don't know so it's that delayed it another year and then just for some reason i think it's because there's a there's a new aquaman movie coming out this year i think 
I'd, I'd have no idea. I haven't seen a ton of superhero movies, but it, yeah. thinking in that line, that would make sense. Yeah. So I, I think there's an Aquaman movie coming out this year. And so they, they're like trying to do it with that. So it's just like Aquaman power wave 2023. So, which I mean, uh, it's, it's cool. It's whatever, but it, I mean, it, from the videos of it testing, it looks like the, the third backwards launch over the hill. That looks deceivingly intense. And, it's like i don't know i i'm i'm hyped to finally ride it it feels like one of those like uh like forbidden things i don't know mm-hmm. it was just like seeing that for almost four years and it's just like oh finally and that's why i'm trying not to have any high expectations it's, it's a water ride at the end of the day so uh i'm not gonna be like get, thinking it's gonna be like next level or anything but i mean it looks cool it looks cool but I, I, it's so crazy. Like when they announced the opening date was March 11th, I remember, I remember saying to my husband, okay, we're going to do a vlog. We're going to, we're going to get there at 6am, be the first ones in line and do the most like chaotic vlog ever. Just like first in line, first in line. But then they did the pass holder previews. And so I was just like, fuck, well that there, there goes that. There goes my my clickbait title. Yeah, no, I mean that's very fair. I had a there's been a one or two people in the Cuddy's Discord server that have wrote it and all they've said is decent airtime and and then it is a water ride, so you get super, super soaked. Yeah, but what's crazy was for the past two weekends they've been doing the pass holder previews. I remember on the opening day it was in the forties, forty degree weather. And so I remember people like live tweeting it uh, of like, oh, first riders, first pass holder previews. And I looked at the weather and it, it was like 40 something degrees. And I was just like, shit, that, uh, that good, have fun. Yeah, like 40 degrees on a roller coaster would be nothing for me. I, I would do that in either a bunny hug and shorts or like pants and T-shirt. But on a, on a water ride, like I am Canadian, but like that, that's still chilly. <laughs> but and especially with the, the water ride where you get soaked, not like a, a log flume where you get a little spritz on your face. It's like it's it's a colossal splash. So it's like uh, seeing the people like like soaked head to toe. It's it, I'm just like, uh, hope it was worth it for the vlog, Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that- freaking true. But that would have been really funny it, it, if I if I was there. I could already see the vlog title, like "Riding Aquaman in Forty Degree Weather," and like that kind of like clickbaity like title. I was I was I already had that idea like in my head, but now it's like, well, I guess I'm not going to be the first one. But okay, I'll still ride it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. With Because uh, I remember when they announced this ride, they had ideas of like, oh, this could be potentially a test for all of our other Six Flags parks. Like, I'm kind of curious to see if this is going to end up being a one-off or if we might end up seeing a bunch of these randomly pop up in the next few years, depending on how this goes. I, f- I feel like maybe, but I don't know. I feel like if they have... Well, I mean, I guess they're waiting to see the crowd response to it because I, I remember thinking if... If they're not going to announce one anytime soon, they're probably not going to do it. This will probably be a one-off thing. But then I thought, oh, wait, it hasn't opened yet. So we don't know what people think of it yet. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's just it, right? Like, 
yes, it's been so many years since it was first announced, but like realistically, with it being delayed, that's just kind of the pause button on that whole thing, at least from what I would have seen. Like, who knows what's going on behind Six Flags at corporate and crap, but I just remember the big hype when they announced this, because then Mock came out with the whole model with the loop, and everyone's like, oh, Magic Mountain, question mark, 20th roller coaster, question mark. And I... A funny thing, I remember there was a ton of rumors that uh, SeaWorld San Antonio was also in- thinking of building a mock power See, splash. That and would I make just, sense. And I just, and I mean, they already have a, they have Journey to Atlantis. And so I was <laughs> just, I would have been, I, I just remember when I saw those rumors, I was like, if they do that, one, it will be the gag of the century because Six Flags kept hyping up Aquaman as the first of its kind in North America. And it's just like in the time that it took Aquaman to open, if SeaWorld built the exact same thing and opened it first, the gag, that would have been the funniest thing ever. But at the same time, I would have been really fucking pissed because SeaWorld San Antonio, that that park that park needs love. It doesn't, when it gets a ride, you, you, you take it and you like it and you'll maybe in five years, you'll get something else, but you, you will take it and like it. So, uh, it, it, I was like, if man, if they get a power splash, then we're definitely not getting a B and M at that park for another five years. Fuck. Yeah. So yeah, no, no kidding. Right. Cause that place just adds them in so sporadically. Like it's been better with adding rides in the way SeaWorld's been the last however many years here, but yeah. you know, coaster wise, it's been very dry. It seems like at that one. Well, I mean, uh, it's good that they're, I mean, they, they just opened the uh, SNS scream and swing, which looks really good. Yes. And they're also about to open the, the launched log flume. Which, I mean, I ain't mad at it. That park desperately needs more water rides. So I ain't mad at it. But the the next edition better be something. I, I seriously thought SeaWorld was going to get a B&M dive coaster. But then Fiesta Texas was just like, hold on. Let, let me whip out my, the bigger dick here. And, uh, and, and bigger dick indeed. It looks freaking good. It's It's very good. I loved it. The whole seven across thing was very interesting. Like... I don't know. How did that play into it all or maybe not at all? Uh, I didn't really notice it. I think it was for capacity reasons, but I, I thought it was really cool being able to sit in the front and dead center in the track. I, For some reason, that just like scratched a part of my ADD brain and I was just like, I love this. <laughs> right? Just perfectly in the middle, all cozy just in the like lower string. Right in the middle and I'm just like, Tossing it back to Roller Coast Tycoon, just that dead center view on your RCT3 on exactly. ride camera. It's like, that's how my, that's how coaster views should be for me. Like there should be a single center seat on every coaster car. Right. Like every little mall VR attraction or whatever, how it's always dead set in the middle. And you can tell that there'd be like two more people outside of you or something. Like I yeah. love that idea of just being straddling that middle. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> they should make more realistic POVs where it's like way more on the on the left or right side of the car and be like left seat POV, right seat POV. You just have a really chunky roller coaster and the simulator's just like bang, 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 bang in the mall. <laughs> just causing a rocket. <laughs> I don't know. That's actually a funny idea though. Like like left and right seat povs it's, it's just like oh this is what it, this is how it, it would actually look like instead of dead center like all of the stuff where they put the gopro and the in the center of the car and but it's just like no this is the the real pov this is what you would actually see 
Yeah, imagine you go into a freaking FEC and they have one of these motion simulators. Like, oh, let's see what all roller coasters are on here. It's just one roller coaster, each individual car. <laughs> each individual. It's like, I just, it's like oh, we're going to put, here's Gemini from the front seat. And then, oh, here's Gemini from the third seat. Gemini from the the back left. Oh my god, imagine now if you make that a 4D experience with all the smells and crap. It's just pumping you in, like a little bit of BO and just of <laughs> right at the amusement park. Gr- grease, uh, burning something. You can smell the funnel, the funnel cake, uh, whatever you call it, the funnel cake oil. Yeah, and oh. all of the, all the like moss and shit in the river. Oh yeah, the whole sludgy kind of that, that was all New Texas Giant. Like that whole area of the ride, it's just like it's it's mushy. Every time I had to walk the gates of the ride when I would when I was supervisor of New Texas Giant, I would uh we would have to walk the entire perimeter of the ride. So it was like there was a giant uh, creek in the middle of the ride. So for the parts where it would go over the water, there was these giant concrete bridges that that were built over the river. And so you'd have to climb a ladder up it because like, like 30 feet, you'd, you'd have to climb it and uh, like walk over it. And so I, it it was like, yeah, if every time you were on the ground, you had to watch where you were stepping because it was just, you could just step and then boom, your, your shoe sinks four inches because it's so muddy and it's always like wet and gross but i don't know that that every time i had to walk gates for new texas giant it was a whole like i always viewed it as like a whole ass adventure because it was just like okay gotta climb the first bridge uh, cross over the bridge here try not to get a cobweb in your face uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then cross the other bridge and you have to go this way because one of the gates doesn't open properly. So you have to, Jeez. you have to like crawl under this fence and then do this and do that. And you're so getting like was... a whole ass Dora episode in there. <laughs> no, it, it was, it literally was inside. So like it, it was a, like a 20 minute journey to go through all the gates on new Texas giant. And every time and all of my coworkers, they didn't want to do it for some reason. And I was like, I'll do it. I love it. I love doing this. It, it, it was such like a relaxing walk. It was like before the park opened. It was like nine o'clock. The sun nice. was, it was still cool outside. And it, it was, that was, I, I liked that stuff. My favorite parts of working at Over Texas was when it involved no guests. <laughs> Honestly, that, that sounds very, very fair. I think there's potential there to uh, get you on the show again in the future. And because, you know, Coaster Bro is a write-off as well. I think you guys would have some fun potentially sharing some stories there. Oh, my God. Yes. D- yeah. Don't, so don't want to don't want to blow the load too early. No, exactly. We'll save that up for a more specific episode and see what okay. we all get into there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. No, not to cut you off. I just can't no, wait no, to hear no, those no. stories. No. Yeah. Like I. Uh, of course, like I, I, I get that. Like we've already been talking for a good, ch- a good chunk, and I don't want to like completely t- like take over the episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, well, any other like last thoughts then with new rides at Over Texas or any of that kind of stuff before we, you know, head on out here? I'll, I'll be sure to give a lot of trip reports. I, I I'm still planning on recording that vlog. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do it and. Where it's going to be fun and very chaotic. So look out for that in the future. 
Sounds good. I like that a lot. Yes. Alrighty. Um, well, I guess we're going to end off now and potentially see you guys all again in the future here. I'll, I'll bring it back. Okay. Um, whose topic do we want to go first? Do we want to start with the mind mender discussion? Ooh. Yeah. So maybe yeah, mind bender Logan's and then we'll end with the quiz. Or do we want to do quiz and then end with Logan's? Mm. Logan's the only one knows the topic. So, like, mm-hmm. do we use the quiz to kind of break up the two topics with a game? Oh, wait, I mean, just do you have an anchor topic here? What do you guys think? Mine's more heavy. Your guys is this silly and goofy. Do we want to end on silly and goofy or do we want to end heavy-ish again? Ooh. Serious tone, I guess. Uh, last Thank time we ended serious, and I did like that. I did oh, too, yeah. actually. Let's yeah. do it then. Okay, so we'll do uh, mind bender. Well, I'll, I'll toss to you, Coaster Bro, to like ask, pose the question to us. Hmm. Um, and then, uh, then quiz, and then my um, Logan's my, topic. Uh, okay. yeah, my topic. Okay, so I'll, bring us, I'll bring us back. All right, that was Shockwave Dan and Logan chatting for a second time. It's always great to have him on the show. Loved having him on Prey Coasting. Love having him here. Such a funny guy. Literally hilarious. So if you don't follow him on Instagram, please go do. Um, But now we have a couple topics between the three of us because the three of us haven't sat down in a while so we have each brought something to the table for this following episode Mm. for the rest of the episode and i think we'll start with that off coaster bro what is it that you'd like to maybe pose as a question to us to start this off yeah so we have recorded in a while together and I've, i've been chomping at the bit since the news came out um, to kind of hear how you guys are feeling, how you're doing emotionally with this topic um, as Canadians who lost a coaster. So the question is, Mindbender, it's gone forever. How are we feeling? Logan, do you like roller coasters anymore? What is going on? I want to hear from both, because this is both your home park at one point in your life, I, I assume. I mean, if we if I have to have a home park, yeah, by default, that's what it is. Like, I so, just don't really consider anything a home park when it's more than five hours away. But, you know, it can be my home park. Okay, when you were cool. introducing that to me, all I could hear in my head was like the Bye Bye Sebastian song. And I think that's kind of <laughs> my like vibe with it. Like iconic, legend, and mm-hmm. just sad it's gone. I'll break it yeah. down more. But Mitch, is that kind of the same thing you're feeling there? Or? Yeah, yes. Like it was my home park until I was 26. And I, 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 it wasn't like a local park. Like it, it was still three hours away for me. So it, it, it still had some distance, but it's still like, I mean, I first wrote it when I was 10 years old. I think it was like, I think it was my second ever looping coaster after a coaster or uh, sorry, corkscrew at Callaway Park. So just kind of wild to think about because it's so intense. So I definitely have seen it over the years, um, especially when I got older as an adult. I didn't ride it as much. I only really went once as an adult or I guess as an older adult um, in 2019. So my recent memories from it aren't great or aren't there, but my childhood memories of it are really, really good. So I I think 
and maybe Logan, we can kind of go back and forth on this. Like my overall thoughts on this are like, I, we knew it was going, we knew it had an expiration date at but some like, point. I think. Yeah. Well, I because I want to be so soon. <laughs> and so that, so that's where I was going with that. So I think my, because one of the earliest episodes of Prairie Coasting is what would, what would we do if Mindbender goes away? That was like, well, that was like one of the very first <laughs> That was episodes. the first one of the rebrand when you actually hopped on as my co-host. Yeah, episode one of the OG Prairie Coasting when Mitch hopped on was what could replace Mindbender. Exactly. Dang. So that was like October 2020. That was like literally one of our first discussions. So it's kind of funny yeah. that this is kind of a part two to that and thinking it's March 2023. So where it's over oh, two and a half wow. years later. So I, so we knew it was going. I think that's just, yeah. I just want to establish that fact. First of all, yeah. I don't want to be like those Disney fans that is just like, it's like, Oh my God, they removed this 30 year old ride. I cannot believe they would do that. It's just like, obviously like, it's not, uh, we're not talking. It's like a national park here. Like, so, um, <laughs> so we knew it was going. Did I think it would have a ceremonious goodbye? Absolutely. 100%. I think I I thought they would have more fanfare. They would do some marketing for it. I thought that they would really try to um, give it a good send off. Um, and I think where I'm mostly upset, and I think Logan, we've talked about this off the air, and it's not something I've really commented on. Maybe, maybe on Instagram a little bit. It's just that like the main reason I'm upset is that it had absolutely no fanfare. It was just one little whiff, puff of whist on the on the website. I don't even know if they did a social media post about it. It was just on their website. Someone found it and was just like, "That's what it was." So I that that's where my main like concern and anger comes from. No, I think I 100% echo that because, you know, through the past entire pandemic, it had its little moments, it had comebacks, it had sights of life. And then all of a sudden that just went like radio silent. And then all of a sudden, just out of the blue on like, I don't even remember what day that was, like a Monday or a Friday in the middle of the week, just, nope, my mender closed and not opening again. Like, the mall gave it a social media post. Didn't even make a little video tribute to it. No, like, photos from the photo photos from the photo archives of them from when it was built or anything. It was just, boop, it, it's not going to be a thing anymore. We got no news on a replacement. That's it. Yeah. I think that also speaks to Triple Five as an owner in general. Like, yeah. they... This 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 coaster was bought for cheap when when Schwarzkopf was bankrupt. This coaster was put together like the the whole circumstances surrounding this coaster were kind of iffy. Like they've always wanted to hush hush the accident. They've always wanted to you know focus on other parts of the of the of the um, of the park, especially in the last ten years. They've really really marketed the new flat rides, and and Mindbender is not really in their marketing materials that much. Um, I think that really speaks to it, and and I think it I think it speaks to the company as a whole, which I which I don't know how much longer it could be in in business. I'm, I'm hoping it it lasts because of um because of the other malls, and I really like yeah. them. But I think I think it really reflects on the company just how unceremonious and kind of um un, un, uncaring is a little bit cold, but it is kind of uncaring. To the fact of like this kind of any sort of memorial memory, like King's Island closing Vortex was a bigger deal than this. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Right. And like, I I don't know, it um, peaked interest in my head there where you said, 
almost like they just didn't want to bring up the accident again. I think that might be your actual reasoning behind it. Because what was it? CTV Edmonton, I think. Local news out of Edmonton were the ones that broke it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, some local news. Yeah, and I think that just speaks volumes now that you said. Mindbender's never been part of the marketing. They'll have like a video of it going through the loop or whatever, but... I mean, it's used as much as the drop tower from um, Nickelodeon universes and West Tamal advertising. So it very much seemed like it's something that they wanted to just hide. Like you said, damn, that's really got me thinking now. Right, right. Um, so yeah, I, um, I, I, I don't know. It, it sucks because, like, as like an Albertan, someone who grew up in Alberta, um, it obviously is something that. I wish that they would have done something or like, cause like when it, when, when the news broke, a bunch of my non-coaster enthusiast friends messaged me, they're like, Oh my God, this is so crazy. And I almost think that, and, and this is maybe a bit of a controversial take. And I, and I, if you're listening on the discord, I also want to hear your opinions on this, but over the years, the mall has always tried to really hush hush anything to do with the accident on the 30 year anniversary of it in 19, in 2016. They really did not want to comment on it, even though there's a lot of news around it. And I feel like them not commenting on it and not making it a, like an opinion on it made the news frenzy even worse because like, because they, because so many YouTube videos got got made about it. They refused to comment on it. They always refused to like do anything that I almost feel like it made people focus on the accident more. I think it had the opposite effect. I'm not sure if that's right or not, but I just feel like it, this, it, it led to them not being able to control their own narrative about it. And that being the only thing that people remember about the coaster. Yeah, no, I definitely think that uh, was the case with that one there. Cause they're just marketing all those new rides and yeah, just time to finally get that to wayside. Um, with what you're saying there with them wanting to downplay that 30 year anniversary. I remember one time I even made a comment on an Instagram page around them. And then they removed my comment when I was like, don't you guys have said plaque memorizing the um, accident up in your guys' staff room? Interesting. It's it's really unfortunate. Um, I I mean, it's been thirty years. It's it's whatever. But I feel like people talk about this accident more than they talk about the Smiler accident, or more than they talk about anything else. Because I feel like it's just not as I don't know. It just never got as hush hush as this. So it's 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 unfortunate that that's how it was. I remember the thirty year anniversary of it, and people were and we're do, making videos on it. Or remember at Best Edmonton Mall's video on it, or um, all that stuff. So. And I think I think Theme Park History or maybe Defunct Land or one of the other big YouTube channels also did a did a documentary on it, and it just and it, it's unfortunate that it just, there was just never a comment. It was just never it was very very hush hush. So, anyways, I think that relates back to shutting down the coaster and them. I think I honestly think that once the pandemic hit, I almost think that it was like eighty percent in their minds that they were it was going to close, and maybe maybe the nail in the coffin was at the end of 2022 or something like that. I'm not sure, but I feel like they had a pretty good idea that it would never open again. And it, and it just sucks. Yep. Simply he sucks there. I think um, the Coach biggest Re- thing for me is just my brothers aren't going to get to ride that. They're going to have no idea what that was like. And having siblings that aren't going to have that experience just kind of blows my mind a little bit. I didn't yeah. know you, you uh, considered me a brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Coaster bro, duh. Oh, that is true. Called me your little brother, the little shitster on the last episode. <laughs> I said that out loud? 
I don't think it was shit stir, but it's the same kind of idea when we brought up your guys' little uh, group chat conversation. Ah, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Coaster Bro, can I ask your opinions on it? I know you never ridden it, nor you have you been geographically any ever near the coaster, but based on knowing us and the history of the ride, mm-hmm. can we get your thoughts or maybe discussion points, or if you have any further follow up questions for us, like what's kind of your take on this? Um, that it was my take was that it was coming eventually, and like, you know, I want to see some cool stuff go in. <laughs> That's kind of all. Like, I, I don't, I don't think I'm. You know, outside of its, you know, Logan's favorite coaster or whatever. Um, I don't really have RIP. I don't really uh, have a need to ride it. I just and don't. <laughs> that, that, that's all good. Do you, do we think that anything good is actually going to go in there? I personally don't, but. Yeah, that's true. Um, I want, you know, I would love to see like, um, some sort of a uh, successful roller coaster there that is, thrilling with um like maximizes space and uh puts flat rides into that's that's kind of what i want to see but i think that's a lofty goal yeah Yeah. i think at most we'll see some more flat rides that they also have at the other um nickelodeon universe parks like the one in the, the one of the two do i think another roller coaster is in the in the works maybe a like Vacoma Junior coaster. I don't think so. I truly think that the PE in Vancouver, and I actually would like to maybe set aside this topic for another episode because we haven't talked about this since me and Logan did like that PE episode of at, in 2020 mm-hmm. about their new expansion plans and their like unbelievable growth and I, how much I love Vancouver. And even though that park is shit right now, I think PE will be the new or Playland there will be the new signature western canada park callaway park will be the signature local regional park and west edmonton mall will be nothing more than kind of mall mall little mall rides for for kids unfortunately i think that's kind of how they're all positioning themselves definitely now that you, i mean you want that, that whole conspiracy theory and rabbit trail like it almost seems like they want to go scorched earth on old galaxy land a little bit any sort of remnants of that fantasy land it seems like they want to just get rid of Dang, look at us. This is what happens when you get all of us on the same show, just brainstorming again and coming up with all of our future topics. I love this. I've, I've missed yeah. this having all of us here. I know. I'm going to write down that beauty playlist because I actually <laughs> want to, I want to, I really want to like dive into that. Because um, I know, I'm sure, I, I'm, I'm not sure, Coaster, but did you and Mike talk about that on the last coffee? I can't remember if you guys talked about those plans on one of the, whenever they were announced like a, f- a few months ago, or maybe that was. Yeah. Yeah. The, because uh, they're putting the, the Zamperla Intamin or whatever in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah weird <laughs> yeah, combined thing. one, yeah. We did talk about it as a news story uh, when it was announced, but I uh, didn't really dig deep into what else is going on there. Well, it'd be, so. it'd be fun. It'd be kind of like a part two to, again, that that Prairie Coasting episode we did in 2020. For the first one, What Could Replace Mindbender, we did a Playland um, mini-sode, I guess, back then as well. Yeah. This would be kind of a part two. That, but I just think in Western Canada, that's kind of what will be going forward. And I would say enthusiasts almost need not visit Galaxyland unless you really fucking like um, Zero Tivoli's and Gerslauer Spinners. So, which I do, Ben. There you go. <laughs> um. So that's I think what what we think about Mindbender in the Galaxyland. Um, oh. 
everything. So how how do you think, Coaster Bro? Did you think it would be spicier? Did you think it was about how we go? <laughs> how, how I, I was just kind of worried, like, because I was like, oh, shit, we got to check on Logan, see how he's doing. And I was just like, are we going to come back to a Logan that just doesn't give a shit about coasters anymore because his favorite coaster is dead? Okay. Hey. He, that almost happened. If I wasn't going out east this summer, that's probably what have happened. I'm not even going to lie. Like, full on, that's probably what would have happened. Had that's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, I feel like without okay. Ontario and Quebec, yep. like the fact that you're going to have that you're the fact that you got these these parks coming up, then I'm like, okay, your, your love for coasters and parks may yet be saved. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the water park in Edmonton's adding new water slides. I don't know if that came up on the podcast at all, but like, I'm full on 110% into that water park and everything else of the mall. It just would have been the coaster aspect of the entertainment and theme park community mm-hmm. that I would have lost a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That, that That's fair. I mean, the water park is always a good time. Yeah. I think that, that one, that one is going nowhere. Um, but yeah, I agree. The, the 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 enthusiast and theme park mindset of the of Galaxy Land, or I guess of West Edmonton Mall in general, is uh, definitely gone, if not going away. Not for sure. How about Logan does a hard stop transition here? I heard in the group chat, Mitch was saying something about Cedar Point and roller coasters. Is this another one of your uh, BuzzFeed quizzes? Yes, this is not quite a BuzzFeed quiz. This is something on called Pro Profs Quiz Mm. that was made in March 22nd, 2022 by Haley G31. Um, I put the link at the bottom of the document for you guys to open. So if y'all remember, again, we're doing a lot of Prairie Coasting callbacks in this episode. So hope hope y'all were fans. But (laughs) Logan and I, (laughs) literally, Logan and I about a year ago, if not a little bit longer than a year ago, um, did a entire episode pretty much where we took a bunch of quizzes of like, what roller coaster are you? And it was really fun. So specifically, I think this is just a small segment here that we're going to find out which Cedar Point roller coaster you are, a.k.a. Coaster Bro's favorite park with his favorite oh. coasters. I think it's somewhere above, like, it's well above Knoebels, well above Kennywood for him, uh, well above Silver City. So I cannot wait to see how his favorite park and his favorite coasters fare. What do you think, Coaster Bro? Are you excited to really go back to your favorite park? If we were recording non-remotely, I'd be throwing you out my window right now. Um, <laughs> so, no, I, I have yeah. my candle here to protect me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank God. you, Dolly. Yeah, a little. Yeah, a little. Oh, I didn't even think of the prayer ca- candle for Dolly. Oh, but, uh, my <laughs> I was thinking about the candle that like I actually lit, like the actual, mm-hmm. like the called uh, serendipity. Yeah, yeah. Serendipity candles because we're, we're we're anti-violence in this house. But anyways, <laughs> so I think maybe it might be fun to um, all of us maybe pick. There's only I think there's only like six questions, so oh, yeah. maybe we can rotate anyone, everyone reading out a question, and then we can discuss everyone's answers and then see which coaster you are. So um, like maybe. Can Maybe. I interrupt real quick, Mitch? I opened up this quiz, and before I got to the quiz, it's just a big pop-up ad. Wait, here's an interesting quiz for you, and it wants me to do one all about Alton Towers instead of this actual quiz. I had to that, jump through some hoops. I got I got that same thing, oh, okay, too. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> Dang. Um, maybe, Coaster Bro, because this is your favorite park, do you want to start us off by reading the first question? Um. 
Okay, so it's at the bottom, right? It's not. You can press start or go down to the bottom. It's either either one works. Oh, I clicked start at the top of the page, and it took me to the first question saying, "What's your favorite ride?" And it's just a bunch of roller coasters. Yeah, yeah. Pick which one you want. Is, is that what is that what I'm on? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the one. Because because oh, if you scroll down, there's more. Um, sorry. Okay. So I I, I started. It. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll, yes, Mitch. I will read this first. <laughs> Um, question it's great um what is your favorite ride and i do want to clarify this is at cedar point rougarou maverick raptor val raven steve Steve. Well, right off the bat, I'm saying Rougarou. It's the number one coaster there at Cedar Point. Um, I really, I mean, I like it rough. What can I say? So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Rougarou. Um, Logan, you've never been to Cedar Point, so which one do you think could would be your uh, favorite? I know my pick. I want you guys to try and guess what my pick was. Um I gotta say, Steel Vengeance. How big? How big of an RMC fan you oh, are? Yeah. Like, I had to say that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was gonna guess like Raptor or something. something Maverick. Like that. That's my pick. Mm. That is uh, also my pick. I definitely pick Maverick as well because that is the only elite ride at Cedar Point. <laughs> All right, Logan. Do you want to read number two? Yeah, question number two. What is your personality like? Unpredictable and totally crazy. Rough and aggressive, fast and wild, mild-mannered and fun and smooth smooth and go with the flow. Those are, these are very like, I, I wouldn't describe myself as any of these, to be honest. I, I, I think this person truly just picked the aspects of that, the, the coaster and just said, what are you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, I would say that I am mild-mannered and fun. Out of these five selections. Okay. Logan, what would you what would you say? Fast and wild over here. <laughs> I I'm between unpredictable and totally crazy and rough and aggressive. I'm between those two, I would say. Mm. Cause I'm definitely not mild mannered. I wouldn't say I'm fast and wild and I smooth and go with the flow. I would say I'm go with the flow, but not smooth. Mm. So either unpredictable and totally crazy or rough and aggressive. I would say maybe unpredictable and totally crazy. I think is what I'll say. I agree with that. Um, all right, I will read the third question. And this is this is not what I was expecting for the third question. This is a funny one. So, <laughs> of, <laughs> so of these following rides, what is your favorite Six Flags ride? Wow, this is not really related, but okay. So <laughs> the first choice is X Flight at Six Flags Great America. The second choice is Goliath, the RMC Topper Track at Six Flags Great America. So we know this quiz maker is from Chicago. I was just about to say, I think this person <laughs> is from Chicago because you will see the next choices and there is only one that is not from Chicago. So <laughs> the only one that is not from Chicago is number three, King Dakka is Six Flags Great America and American Eagle at, you know it, Six Flags Great America. 
And the last choice, Raging Bull at, you love it, Six Flags Great America in Gurney, Illinois. I mean, these are some <laughs> of the best Six Flags rides I can think of for sure. It's, I mean, they're definitely varied, um, not geographically, but mm-hmm. but by manufacturer. So I huh. am going to choose Goliath, the RMC at, you guessed it, the Big Apple, Six Flags Great America. That is also my selection um, as Goliath is, was at one point my number one wooden coaster. Um, still top three for me. So I'm going to go Goliath. I actually went King to Cop. I think it was really close between that and X-Flight for me just because I think a wing coaster would be super, super cool. Um, but yeah, got to be nice to say the highest and fastest roller coaster in the world. Like that'd be pretty cool. I love it. Um, all right, Coaster Bro, back to you for question four. Favorite activity around friends? Listening to the conversation, but not saying a word. Always ranting about something. Fighting with the center of attention. Keeping everybody calm and chill. And being the center of attention. <laughs> I mean, who wrote this quiz? Right? Like a ba- did a baby write this quiz? <laughs> I think so I do. I think, I think this was made by a, a middle schooler, and I love it. Okay, I don't want to make fun of a kid then, but um, <laughs> wait, what's, what's uh, actually, I would say I would say this is at least a high schooler because the the grammar is fine. Maggie, whatever name past is. Episodes to quote Lil Yachty, man, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I like being uh, the center of attention. <laughs> I'm noticing that. Right? Really? Yep. Wouldn't expect that about you, Logan. No, neither would I. Okay, but uh, I'm going to enjoy being the center of attention more than I'm going to enjoy calming and cooling everyone down. That's what I do most, sure. I like doing that, but why would you want to choose to be the, like, the mother and bringing everyone back down and solving everyone's problems? Yeah. So should I pick fighting with the center of attention? Because I'll be fighting with you for that for that center of attention. I'll be like, I mean, sure, yeah, go for it. I like that. <laughs> I am keeping everybody calm and chill. So this podcast uh, really just got described by the Cedar Point roller coaster quiz. I was actually going to say always ranting about something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this next one's good. All right, Logan, you read off this very deep Hold question. On, I can't. These are two colors to me. What are you, what's your favorite color? We have dark blue, purple, sky blue. That's all one color. And orange and red, <laughs> and that's all one color. Oh, color blindness is real. <laughs> um, well, did, did, okay, Logan, I have a question for you about your color blindness. Does a yeah. pumpkin and a fire truck have the same color to you or no? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. well then. That sounds which, amazing. Then I would say... Do you like dark pumpkin fire truck or light pumpkin fire truck? It's true. That's perfect to describe it. I, I like the lighter. I like the lighter pumpkin fire truck. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the colorblind leading the colorblind here and describing colors. So. <laughs> Oh, I guess you've officially read it, haven't you? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he did. Yeah. Quickly, but yes. Okay. My my favorite color is orange. <laughs> so that's my so answer. Pumpkin. Yeah. Wait, so orange is lighter pumpkin fire truck, correct? Yeah. Perfect. Logan, what are you picking? Yeah, that one. The lighter orange. <laughs> the lighter I'm going orange. to pick <laughs> I'm going to pick my favorite color, which is purple. Ooh, really? I didn't know that about you, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because it's one of the hardest colors for me to see. So when I can see it, I really like it. I love a bright purple. Mm. It's one of like it's a very, very nice color for me. Did I tell you about the first time I saw a purple Mitch? No. First time I saw purple. So I go to the eye doctor and they're like, yeah, no, we know you're colorblind. We got this new technology. And because this is when those Enchroma glasses were first coming up. So they got two test pairs into the eye doctor place and they had like the sunglasses and the normal glasses with like the ugliest frames ever so no one would steal them, right? So they're like, try these out with your color blindness. You're like 90% chance, I'd say, of not having a difference based off the research studies. I'm like, cool. For whatever reason, I was that 5-10% that day and able to see everything. And it was really cool. Not to the sense that you guys are, obviously, anyone who's not color deficient, but like differentiating the shades a little bit more. Anyway, I digress. We're driving over to my grandma and grandpa's post because my grandpa is colorblind. And uh, 4.20-ish in the afternoon, out on the corner lot in their neighborhood, my grandma is watering her grass with the hose, no attachment, just the end of the hose in her thumb, in her big old purple nightgown. And that is the first time I ever saw purple in my life was three blocks away. My grandma in her lingerie with her little just, oh boy. I love that. What's weird is I had a dream about that last night. (laughs) Whoa. Now was the dream in color or was it black and white? It was black and white until I saw grandma in the lingerie. So like, that's like that movie. Movie. That movie. I don't know what the movie is, but everything's in black and white except for like a dress. We watched it in English, but I don't. Remember. Oh, the, the Giver. Is it the Giver? Yeah, I but, think so. Where like it's a black and white, and then the then the is it when the then the it slowly starts to become color as like the they escape the town or whatever. Oh no! With this one, it was literally the entire sh- movie was shot in black and white, except for this little girl's dress. I don't remember if it was like red or no. yellow or what it was. Oh, that's oh. like a newer movie. Okay. Weird. I don't really know. I don't know shit about movies. I just said that. (laughs) I know in Wizard of Oz, fun fact about Wizard of Oz, this is nothing to do we were talking about, but you know when Dorothy is in black and white and they open and it's in um, Munchkinland and it's all in color? What they, they didn't have the technology to like change it from color from black and white to color. So what they did is they like when it shows Dorothy opening the door from like the back, it's actually not Dorothy. It's actually like a, an extra and it's actually in color, but they really shaded and made the made the um, made everything really dark. So when they open it into Munchkinland, it's all in the color because they can't can do the transition anyways. That has nothing to do with that. But that's what I it's a fun fact. Um, I'm going to read the last question. And I would like to circle back to this color talk one day, but what is your go-to movie? (laughs) (laughs) The first one, I don't really know. Legend of the Guardians. Okay. I'm going to have to Google that. See, that's real. I thought that was Guardians of the Galaxy at first. And I was like, nope, that's something else. 
whatever year this uh, quiz came out, that's the year that movie dropped, and that's the movie they just saw at the theater a week ago with the little school group Legend. to end the year in their middle school. <laughs> okay, Legends of the Guardians is the is like a it's a book series they turn on like a kids. It's like about owls. It's a three D computer animated fantasy adventure film from twenty ten, and it's literally about owls and. Yeah. So either they're talking has better quizzes than this does. <laughs> either they're talking about the Owl movie um, from 2010, or they're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. But anyways, uh, option B is Cars. Option C, Ocean's Eleven. Again, very random. <laughs> option D is Star Wars, and option E is Incredibles. Not the Incredibles, but just Incredibles. Um. What are you guys thinking? I, I mean, it's got to be the Owl movie, I'm sure. Yeah, it's not. Mine is in Incredibles. I think it's an incredible movie. Um, so <laughs> the Incredibles, it's the best movie on this list by far. That is incredible. It's also mine as well. I. Everyone knows this is not a. This is not a. Um, this is not a surprise or secret. I am a Disney adult, but not only that, I'm a Star Wars adult. I have cried many a time at a Star Wars movie. I like them all except for the new ones, but I like them all. So I'm going to pick Star Wars. Did I cry at Galaxy's Edge? Yes. Did I cry again at Galaxy's Edge? Yes. So I will be slightly selecting Star Wars. Did all right. talk all about it? Him and Talia had an episode in the archives. Go listen we, to it. We did. All right. Who wants to read their result first? I'm pulling mine up. Oh, I will. Okay. Just because I just it popped up. I got MILF, Millennium Force. You are one of the most popular people in your friend group. You are usually the leader, and you know how to give people a good time while never being afraid to let your wild side out. Wait, here's an interesting... Cri- oh. I got the pop-up. Oh. Um, Logan, what did you get? I also got Millennium Fires. Mm. Uh, so did I. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> We're all just vanilla personalities. No, but like, is this quiz like? Did we just get punked? Is every does every selection <laughs> of this quiz lead to Millennium Forest? Oh fuck! I'm if taking Maggie the quiz again. Did, oh, I'm gonna do this again. I'm just gonna put or Haley. Opposite sorry, time, guys, pick the opposite answer. Here we go. Not Haley, Matt, May, or not Maggie. Haley. Okay, I'm just gonna pick random ones. And Haley, we love your quiz. By the way, this is fun. Oh yeah, we do. If you if you're listening, Haley, it's a good time. Um. I'm just going to be like super intense and like try yeah. to get skill vengeance. I got Millennium Force again. Oh my God. We were punked. The, every answer leads to Millennium Force because it's the eternal coaster that ever. Oh my God. This, I feel this is Chris Angel mind freak right now on us. Like we tried to do this cheekily and it still punked us. Uh, <laughs> uh, I tried to take it again. I'm on question two and I'm just. I've got the circle of death. It's just spinning. Oh, I no. picked all the same answers, except I switched from King Naka to Exploit since that was my second favorite. It's Gatekeeper. Oh, okay. I was my my Millennium Force. I t- I picked all different answers that none of us picked, and I got I 
I would have loved if every single answer, every single one led to Millennium Forces. It's just a total like joke, you know, as a, mm. I would have feel bamboozled. Okay, I'm going to pick Raptor. I've been bamboozled. Great. <laughs> I just bamboozled Chandler. It's not a sexual thing, but. <laughs> Is that the actual was... quote? I've never, I've never seen Friends. It's from Friends, yeah. Okay. I was actually quoting Richard Hatch from Survivor when he gets eliminated in season eight. He goes, I've been bamboozled. And he's a good <laughs> So I say he that. He got that now. from friends, I'm sure. Hmm. Maybe. Same era. Um, okay. Well, that was a great quiz, Haley. Thank you for the quiz. Um, give some love to Haley. No idea where her socials are, but if you find them, give some love to her. Or them. I don't, oh, my God. I don't want to assume gender. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Give some love to them um, and appreciate the content. So let's round this episode out. I don't know why I'm doing all the transitions. So sorry. I just kind of imposed myself here, but I'm doing them. You're uh, doing great. Thank you. We've I just relied love. on you to do it. So As a control freak, I accept. <laughs> um, Logan, would you like to round us out here? Okay. Well. Summer's coming around the corner. The snow is still here, but we think it's going to go away. Concerts are a big thing in the summer at the amusement parks. Kings Island announced a festival for concerts today. Now, the biggest reason this gave me a big eyebrow was when it is. So Kings Island is hosting Spirit Song. Spirit Song Festival is back this summer at Kings Island's Timberwolf Amphitheater. Get ready for your favorite weekend of Christian music with a bunch of artists. <laughs> From June 15th till the 17th, the full lineup for Spirit Song will be announced at a later date, etc., etc. And I don't know. I don't want to come across like reading too far into it, and that's not what I'm trying to go towards. But this just seems like a really odd a announcement and just b thing all put together at an amusement park. So one thing I will say about that is, uh, worked at Worlds of Fun for many years, and there was always like a some sort of a religious concert that happened when I was working there, and um, it was a, it was an odd crowd. Um, it's those days are packed by the way. I mean, every religious concert ever I've I've ever heard about at a theme park, seen pictures of like brings people in. I didn't know these were a thing. Maybe it's a Missouri thing. (laughs) Didn't know that it was a thing either. I like that the, um, I think the only thing I like about this post is that they use Copperhead Strike <laughs> as to <laughs> ad- advertise it when it clearly is not that. Um, I don't know why this disturbs me. I have no idea why. Like, I, I, I would not have thought that Christian, like, I guess that would be in the theme parks. Like, I don't know. That is weird. I don't know why this is like, this is really sending me into a weird, like, moment i mean to be fair i fucked with skillet back in the day like let, let's, let's <laughs> i think everybody I did. did yeah everyone fucked with them. like shouts to you berg <laughs> i want to think they performed at worlds of fun once when i was there like skillet was there and it was a big deal isn't reliant k christian rock too i used to fuck with them i think yeah I, leave a message in the discord if you fuck with reliant k I also if they're, if they're the prep and landing soundtrack and i liked it 
if if they're if they're bad people, don't say that, and also forget that I said that. But if they're good people, then did you fuck with Ryan K? Because I did too. So, um, I this is controversial, Logan, and this is very topical. I like that you did this. Um, I don't know what to think. To be honest, I'm it's sitting weird with me. I don't know why. There's something bleh, I don't like about it. Three days. Yeah. I didn't know it was three days. It's a whole weekend basically Ugh. Not, but what's funny about it is there's no shows on sunday it's got to be a church on sunday i just except for the king's island workers they gotta be a fucking work yeah it's <laughs> true cleaning up after the after the christian rock yeah exactly festival. clean up all the fucking needles and shit anyway no I, anyways <laughs> um, yeah man, this is it it's weird when it happens for one day. For three days, it does creep me out. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I almost want to say good for Kings Island for getting people through the door. But this is an uncomfortable amount of the summer. <laughs> three days. <laughs> so and making this is, bank, and, though. And this is a question I think I have for myself as well that's related to this. What do we think about Dollywood? And Dollywood has many, many mm-hmm. Christian choral choirs, I think, especially at Christmas. And for some reason, that doesn't creep me, creep me out as much. I don't know if it's done tastefully or if it's done like more of like a thing. I don't know. There's something I, – I, and I kind of want to pose that question to you guys but also to myself. Like why does this seem weird to me and I think all of us? But maybe the Dollywood wood stuff doesn't. I don't, know. I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Um. I would say Dollywood, it kind of feels authentic to Dollywood and like that part of Tennessee. Um, I guess you could say this represents middle of Ohio pretty well too, though. So how, I don't know. Is, real, is, it because it's, is it because it's Cedar Fair and it's a Cedar Fair park? Is that what it is? I think so. Maybe Cedar Fair bit. for you would think it would be not. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, Logan. You you go ahead. I, I don't have a full complete thought. Okay. Yeah. No. My my complete thought there was maybe a little bit because when you look at Six Flags or Cedar Fair, I don't know about you guys, but my perspective is very much what that corporate America wants. Just very neutral, right? Very mm. acceptable. Very corporate is almost what I see of those. Versus mm. you go to your Dollywoods. Those used to be Hershey Entertainment, right? That's what they are. Is that the right word? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, with their roots and all that, you expect that a little bit. It's already built into there. And then, you know, the seas is the seas. But when it comes to that Six Flags, that Cedar Point, they very much just cater to everything. We want to be this big old open company in it. Yeah, I think just feels more corporate and bland. Yeah, because my, my next question, this is actually more of just like a hypothetical, but like, say, for example... Obviously, there's nothing wrong with Christian rock, but like, do you think a Cedar Fair Park would host like a Jewish music festival or like a Hindi music festival or like a Muslim music festival? Like, I would want to say, I would hope the answer is yes, but if not, then I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Like, I I think that's very uncomfortable to me. So Six Flags kind of leans into that kind of stuff. Really? A little bit. Like, they've had some, I feel like they've had... Like just recently, they've had festivals. Um, was it one celebrating like Mexican culture? Am I? Well, Mexican. I mean, that's. I mean, it's not religion. Yeah, not a religion. 
No, I would say I would say less about like because all the parks have like celebrating culture and like you know festivals and Day of the Dead or whatever shit like that. Okay. But like I'm talking specifically like religions, like this Christian. Like would they uh, have yeah, like gotcha. a, would they have like a Muslim um, uh, which McCall Muslim music festival or a Jewish music festival or a Hindi music festival? Like again, not like country that's a specific good question. That and that's what I'm saying is like I think. That's why this icks me is because like you I know we want to say like this is Ohio, whatever, but like the fact that they probably wouldn't do that really icks me out. I don't think they would either. Like they're just taking the money here. It says Christian. Oh, that's um that's yeah. where the money is in America and all the westernized countries, so and like is there other religious music that's popular? Yeah, absolutely. Like there's an American Hindu music scene. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, pretty much every like, well, not every, but like a, with pretty much all the Indian oh, wow. diaspora or Pakistani people in in uh, in um, North America, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's got to be, be. A, a a scene. I mean, in here in Toronto and Brampton, <laughs> the music tours come through here all the time for like concerts of uh, people. From, from like stars and everything from India and everything like that. So okay. I, I think there's that. And then of course there's a big Jewish music festival. So, or mu- music scene. So yeah, you know, you, uh, that's, that's, right. the, that's the reason I'm getting the ick from this. I think maybe like it shouldn't be called Christian music festival, but it is Christian rock. So like you just call it the faith, but well, these are not, these are all Christian rocks. If you just call know. it, Spirit song, you might get a little bit of the wrong demographic there, and the people paying you to have them in would be a little grumpy. <laughs> but in reality, that's apparently what Christianity is—trying to convert everybody. So we'll we'll stop the rabbit trail. <laughs> we could go down that rabbit hole if we wanted. But. We we what I think I would like if more of it. this is if it was like an all religions festival. Like they had some Christian rock people, they had some. Hindi, Jewish, what, whatever it is, I think that would make me feel better. It's like a diversity festival, like something from they would do in a community on on the show Community. Like I just feel like that's that's I would feel better at that. This just gives me the ick, and I don't know why. Yeah, like this is like I would avoid the park on these days. Absolutely. Yeah, they're gonna be crowded, and it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be a weird place. I'll be in Greece, so I will definitely be avoiding these as much as, as far possible, away as possible. Yeah, literally, <laughs> um, I, I'm. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty diverse crowd in there. Like, it's like there's a there's a lot of I feel like there's a lot of different styles of acts. There's a group acts and solo artists, but okay. Yeah, I'd I, say yeah, they did. That is wait, true. What are the sponsors? Do you guys see the sponsors at the bottom left? Pre- Premier Festivals, Liberty University, Stand for Life. Oh, yeah. Please don't tell me this yeah. is an anti-abortion thing. No. I guarantee it is. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I, I'm going to Google this on, on an incognito tab. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Oh, no. Yep, it is. <sighs> yep. That's did you know that Logan? backing? Yeah. You you no. no, but you did you knew that it was Stand for Life sponsored this? I didn't know um that specific sorry. 
<clears throat> no, that's not at all why I like brought it in, but it just does not surprise me whatsoever. Like, is this Cedar Fair making a corporate stand against abortion? Is that what this is? I mean, that's an endorsement. If you're taking money from them or what? something that they're putting on. Wow. What the fuck? I'm I'm blown away. That is holy shit. Well, wow. To put it in the words of Mitch, that gives me the X. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, well, I would like to reaffirm that uh, abortion is a human right, and we it is very, very uh, necessary. So let's just put that out there and maybe end that conversation. Uh, that is where we stand here, I guess. I mean, yeah. not I guess. It is where we stand here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, hey, it's following in the serious talk conversation we had last week at the yeah. end of the episode where it was like, this is absolute. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah, that's um, – well, Concerning disappointed me, Cedar Point or Cedar Fair, Kings Island, and I guess in relation to Cedar Point. So, that's a good way to end a show. Find out Kings Island is pro life. Fuck, I hate that. I hate it. Not great. Well, all right. I guess I should wrap it up. It's my turn to close it too. Here or do we? I think we just keep it here and end off the show on that. Like, we still do our plugs, but we don't need to force the happiness or joy there. No, no, I agree. Well, I hope you're all sad now, because I know I sure am. We appreciate you listening. If uh, you enjoyed the show, would love to hear five star review on the on the on you wherever you rank those podcasts. That'd be real nice of you. We help the show out a lot. And um, I know you're still sad, but if you, if you do need to become happy again, um, you can check out our solo.to slash coastercuzzies website. That's what it is, solo.to slash coastercuzzies. And you can find all our socials. You can follow us on TikTok before TikTok's probably gone forever. You can follow us on other stuff um, on the Instagram, Facebook. It's a good time. We appreciate you guys a whole lot. Logan, do you not know that TikTok might be leaving the U.S.? TikTok? Well, this is like the fourth time this has popped up in the news, is it not? Yeah. I don't really believe it, but I'm not putting any effort into it right now. Like it's getting pulled down <laughs> that, or it's uh, getting banned? Potentially banned in the U.S. I thought they already concluded they weren't doing that. No, I don't know. I haven't been paying attention to the news. Okay, whatever. Sorry. I'll just say Yeah. And um, something about, oh, I should close this show out here. So, um, keep your sticks on the ice. Keep the dog food out for the the beavers and the elk that might be coming to, for a midnight snack. Um, tell your hoser friend to um, drink some maple syrup. And also, thank you for listening.